welcome. Welcome back to our fresh perspective. I am Raheem Keshan. And I am Damien. Oh. Oh. Brian. Brian. All right. Well, <laughs> so our fresh perspective is a, um, I, I guess, a, a thing that Damien and I came together with cousins. His mom is my mom's sister, and we came together and decided that the energy and love that we share with each other, which is um, just one of my favorite relationships in my life, that we'd like to share that with other people. And so we came up with our fresh perspective. Yes. Um, so I pull more, I pull from um, a Christian background, like a Christian foundation, um, and um, a more like, um, I guess you could say blend amalgamation of some traditional um, African, traditional original, um, some Baha'i stuff, some, um, I guess you could say like think, you know, uh, kind of cerebral stuff. And Damien, you can talk more about what you come, what you pull from as it relates to your perspective. Yeah, um, I pull from, you know, I guess the three main religions as far as the United States is concerned, um, Israel, uh, but I pull from like mostly Judaism, <coughs> Islam, and Christianity, uh, and that's mainly where I'll be pulling my perspectives from. Uh, sometimes like Buddhism and other things too. <laughs> Last night you said Buddhism. The word is Buddhism. <sighs> Well, I say I want to say Buddhism. When you said that, I was like, it is close to Judaism. Okay, Buddhism. Buddhism from Buddhism. Okay, okay. No, I was. I just. It was just funny to me. Okay, so so we're gonna be talking. You, I love you. We're gonna be talking this morning about um, support and nurturing. Um, and the way that this works is that we give our opening perspectives and then we have a conversation about anything that may be uh, seemingly dissonant. And the thing that we uh, wanted to why this is important to me is because um, Damien and I differ on a lot of opinions or on a lot of subjects. And uh, we find a way to still be loving and be loved for it is what I call it, which is just basically um, try to relate, be intentional about relating each other from the places that were similar versus dissimilar. And so this blog is an is a effort to show that and show how that works. Um, and we want to be as organic as possible. We laugh a lot. We're very silly. But then we can be very serious, so too. Then we apologize in advance. <laughs> if, if there's any, like, long <laughs> stretches of laughter, we don't, we don't, well, okay, yeah. We'll try to keep it to a, a minimum. But anyway, okay, so do you want to go? Uh, go? Give no, you, a, you can go first. Okay. Yeah. So my opening perspective of support and nurturing. Okay. Um, so I feel like that humans are some of the more, the most um, relationship uh, and nurturing dependent beings on this planet. Um, we spend 18 long years just in this, in this culture and in, in some cultures it's, it's longer. It's, it's even to the child gets out of the house or the home uh, we spend all that time nurturing and pouring into um, the being that we call our child um, in a, I guess, a romantic perspective, which is what I may be like talking about. You spend all that time showing them what you feel like it takes for them to be um, the best 
human in the society that they're going to come out into. Um, I think for my perspective, nurturing is not necessarily about like determining what's going on in the culture or in the society and trying to, um, uh, I guess mold a being that's going to be, uh, that's going to have the best potential to be successful in that context. Although that is a form of nurturing, but nurturing to me is more, it's also, and probably more importantly, about seeing what is in this being and finding a way to support it and finding a way to um, um, keep that human in touch with what that thing is. And it may be awkward or weird or strange to you, but as long as they're not hurting anyone, like finding a way to um, nurture that and keep them in contact with that, what do I call their God essence, that the stuff that they're naturally born with, and teaching not to be ashamed of it, um, not to do it to please people, maybe. Um, so nurturing looks more to me looks like looks like that pre- that preparation for society, but it also looks like um, again finding out what is the being, what are they good at, what do they come with, and finding a way to keep to teach them to be proud of and to love that thing and to express that that thing that God essence. So. Those are my opening, that is my opening perspective around nurture. Oh, and support, I'm sorry. So that's nurturing. But then support looks like putting them in contact with the the things, the people, the resources that um, help to nurture that thing. So if your child is, I don't know, likes to make voices, like instead of that, you know, looking at that, like, you know, from the perspective of like, well, damn, I don't like, you know, it's weird, it's strange, it's it's immature, um, I'm stressed out by work and life, and so I just need you to shut the hell up. Like, although sometimes that might be true, but, like, I think that um, nurturing is more like, well, oh, what can we do with that? Like, oh, this is something that's important to you. Can we get this person, can we get this child in voiceover work? Can we get this child in, I don't know, a, a network of people who, you know, feed into cartoons? Like, maybe my child is going to be good at, like, making weird sounds, and so... Um, Nurturing can also look like, yeah, like, okay, so we're in church or we're in a sacred space, so we may not want to mimic the person who's talking or whatever. And I used to get in trouble for that because I'm adept in sound. I do music. And so that's one of my natural abilities is not to make funny voices, but just to make voices. Like I like repeating and doing things that I hear. And so there will be times when my parents will be like, it's not the time for that, which I think is healthy. But then there's a time where they will be like, okay, well, let's try to like figure out how we can make this a thing that you can I think in this culture is more about making money, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway, so those are my opening perspectives about support and nurturing. Okay. I just looked this up, right? Okay. So to nurture, according to the uh, Merriam-Webster Dictionary, it actually means to supply with nourishment, care for to to supply with nourishment, care for, um, and to n- nurture a baby. Or it means to educate or to nurture kids in clean, colorful rooms with the latest books of learning gadgets. Or learning gadgets. Okay. Well, that's really interesting to, to use the word to define the word, but okay, go ahead. Uh see that um <laughs> and on, none of that none of that comes to mind um i think i i looked in there and one of them one of the words actually means to educate which is like oh uh, i don't know i i 
I don't know. So you just want to give your perspective, maybe? Uh, yeah. Because this is not Miriam and Webster's fresh yeah. perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I was, just, fresh I was just looking at it like, okay, how far am I from that? And I see, like, I'm a long way. Well, I mean, I, that's like, why I don't even, like, look yeah. up that shit. Like, I mean, it's like, what do I feel about it, right? I mean, because, like, okay, the again, pulling from this. I don't really call it a Christianity mindset, you guys. I, I actually call it a kingdom mindset. Hashata. Ibo Kandiasaya. Not religion. Relationship. Amen. A way of thinking. <clears throat> so, so the Bible says that, and I think the Quran uh, talks about this as well. The, the Bible says, uh, Adam actually said it. He said, for this reason. So this implying this is the only reason. Um, for this reason, a man should leave his house or leave his leave his parents and cleave to his wife. Um, is when he's about to, you know, get married. So, like, like Raheem was saying, like the nurturing happens as. As long as the the uh, child is in the house, the nurturer, you know, the parents, especially the father, um, he's to bring, or or he, a, a part of that nurturing process is the cultivation process. So he has to cultivate, and then, uh, um, help help to make what he's cultivating help him or or help to make that grow so i i think that's the big part or my perspective i guess on nurturing is just helping it grow you know helping whatever whatever you see as a parent like in in that child like really helping it grow you know what i think is interesting about that is that like you spoke of that from a very like fathering um um you know, male perspective and nurturing is a very human thing, but it tends to take a feminine, mm-hmm. in, like a feminine, I guess, like kind of modality in my life mm-hmm. or in my mindset. So, but I also know what I consider to be nurturing men. And I always feel like that they are in touch with the the full, the full range of their emotional self and their, their energetic self. Right. So they know how to um, they know how to like be like, well, we're not considering the options right now. This is what I need for you to do because I feel like that this would be good for you to learn. But then they can also take time to be like, well, okay, well, let's consider the options and what do you feel and what do you feel like is good for you? Like, so like being able to balance. But I just think that that was interesting that you were talking about it from a, from a fathering male perspective because I feel like that you are a nurturing man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the things that I really, really appreciate about you. And um, I just thought that that was interesting how... Um, yeah, like it's so different. Like for me, nurturing is mama, is grandma, is auntie, sister. You know what I'm saying? Those are the things that I consider to be nurturing. And then again, it doesn't mean that I don't have nurturing men in my life, but I feel like that those men have access to that feminine, like energetic, you know, yeah. whatever. So, yeah, I thought that was interesting that I you mean, focused on that. I think I think that a man in his home, He's the first nurturer because, like, like we talked about in the show before, um, or a couple shows before, 
I can't remember. But basically, you know, all mankind was inside of Adam or Adam. So therefore, if the if the woman came from the man, he already had that experience or he already had that essence on the inside of him. God just had to bring it out and he put it okay. in the form of right. a woman. All right. So he has to nurture that woman or cultivate that woman so that that woman can cultivate the children and everybody's cultivated in the house, but he's the first, he has to be the first nurturer because like, and, and I'm going to give, I'm going to give you a little nugget, man. If you don't like what's going on in your house, if, if you don't like, you know, if you don't like the way your woman treating you or whatever, change what you're giving her. Cause she's going to give you what you're giving her, wow. her job. Wow. That's responsibility. Her job is to give you, what you she's gonna take what you give her she's gonna multiply it it Mm -hmm. and then give it back well see that's that's what i mean that's the nurturing feminine essence right and and so for i guess that's where we differ i feel like that i feel like the women came first i feel like the women came on this earth first Mm -hmm. and that from from women like all things are possible kind of like from the darkness of the universe all things are possible it is the feminine essence that um that makes things possible. Like, does it mean women or men? But I, but I think that that's kind of like how we divide it in society, which mm-hmm. can be problematic, like either way. Yeah. Um, because, you know, some people will take that and be like, well, women are superior. Or if you believe in the more Judeo-Christian, per, you know, like uh, perspective, you'd be like, oh, men are, you know, uh, superior because God created a man first. But like you said on, on an earlier, on an earlier sh- um, show, that when God created these when God said, let us make man, you said it was plural, right? Mm-hmm. That there were humans already here when Adam was being made, mm-hmm. right? And so um, so Adam wasn't the first being to be made, yeah. right? But anyway, so, but I, I, I guess that's what kind of like where we differ because I feel like that what it means to nurture is a part, like it, it's all a part of all of us, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't feel like that women are a, I don't know, like some, because in, in that in that paradigm, it's like women are always responsive to the masculine energy, in in a, in a way that like that femininity isn't a power source of its own, right? And I do feel like that. I agree with you. Women, oh, sorry, feminine energy is the multiplier. You put one orange seed into the ground, into the earth, which I feel like the earth mm-hmm. is feminine energy. Then then it produces a whole tree, millions of leaves, millions seasons, of, seasons, yes, and then, you yes, know, hundreds of, of, yes. of thousands of fruit, you know what I'm saying? And so yes. I do feel like that, that, that feminine energy is the multiplier and mm-hmm. masculine energy is like the seed, the you seed. know, it has it, it, but, but in the seed, within the seed, kind of like what you were saying, the seed has everything that it needs to be the tree. It just, ha- and it has the information, yes. it has the information in it to go out and search for what it needs to, to grow the tree. Yeah. Right. It has, so it has that genetic information. Um, but I, I guess, yeah, I guess that's kind of like where we differ. I just feel like that nurturing and, and that whole paradigm is more feminine centric, if that's a word. And and I feel like, again, that it's a part, we all have it, whether, whatever our gender expression is, man, mm-hmm. woman, whatever gender expression you, you come to this world with, we all have nurturing and feminine energy in us yes. in a very palpable way. Yeah, and you know, like with the uh with with that feminine energy, if if that man if that man is really <coughs> secure in being a man, he'll I believe he'll accept that that energy. You know, he'll accept that role. Um because he understands that it's a 
it's a God-given role. You know, it's something that God put on the inside of him because that's who God is. He's a nurturer, you know. Jehovah, what is it, Jehovah Nisi, the many-breasted Jehovah, one? <laughs> the, no, Jehovah. Uh, I thought it was Jehovah Nisi. Is it, is it Nisi? El Shaddai. El, thank you. El, thank you. El yeah, Shaddai, the many-breasted Sh- one. Yeah, the almighty-breasted one. Yeah, yes. So he, he is a nurturer. Right. So, or it's so, so in, that, in that context, and this is just something that I, that I find problematic, is that there was, a, there was an attempt to always uh, cast God as a he in the Christian paradigm, yeah, right? So it's like, but is, is that specific iteration or manifestation of God or whatever, the creator, a feminine iteration? Because it it provides it's it it supports, but like I guess in your paradigm you said that 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 nurturing came from Adam. God God took that part of Adam and created the woman. So do you still feel like that El Shaddai is a masculine male energy? I'm gonna be honest with you. For me, and and this is just my opinion. Okay, you guys, please. This is my opinion. <laughs> Before my you put out your guns, yes, please don't stone me for this. A lot of people will teach that he's a man. A lot of people will teach he's a black man. Oh, oh, oh. We not gonna go there. Uh, yeah, we not. Uh, I ain't got. I ain't got all day. God bless you, Hebrew Israelites. Ooh, we However, love the Hebrew Israelites. Yes, we, we love bless everyone. Your, bless your heart. Amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. But I do believe that God is. Uh, I guess he's both masculine and feminine. At the same time, he's a protector, but he's also that nurturer to tell you to come in. You know, if 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 your feelings are hurt and your heart is broken, you know, come on in. I got you. You know, let me hold you. It's going to be all right. You know, whereas if, if he needs to, it's like, hey, listen, like he told Paul, you keep on messing with me now. Why you mess? Because it, it turns into a thing of like you're not messing with these people. Now you messing with me. Why you keep bothering me? Like if you keep going, your head gonna get busted. And I don't think you want you none want, of that. You don't want none you of that. You don't want none of what you come to. Yeah, dog. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, you want to roll with me or get rolled on? You know. Wow. But at the same time, he's able to say, "Come on, let me hold your hand. It is okay." You know. It's okay that you messed up. It's okay that you that you fell down, you know. But it's like even the protection, the the protector and like let's say a bear, that it, you know, that's very human humanocentric too. Because let's say like the bear species, um the mama is the more the mothers uh, I I from what I understand are the more aggressive ones like when they have cubs like do not mess like even the males. Um and in a lot of different species, I remember um <laughs> Um, my dad likes Rottweilers, and um, when the when the love mamas Rottweilers. Rot, love Rottweilers, and when the mamas have puppies, like they are, for, they can be ferocious, and they will they will fuck um, a, the, what the males up. Pit so bulls. that so that that protection is like all, like. Um, and I and I'm sure that 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 the the, the father of the those species yeah. would also protect. Them. But 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 however. Male bears do not protect and or take care of of baby cubs at all. They will kill them if they find them in their territory and without a mother. So, um, you know, the way that we talk about nurturing and all of that stuff is very humanocentric, very, you know, centric, whatever, you know, like rooted in whatever we come with. But I guess for me, 
I wanted to talk about it from like the perspective of like, well, what is it? Right. So that's why I was saying, well, I talked about it from a very humanocentric child centric. Cause you know, that's my world, like child, mm-hmm. children, parenting, all that stuff. Yeah. But it's like nurturing is like, is like, um, it's like love. It's like, it's like that essence that is in everything, moving everything to something. And it is it is like always becoming and being and moving into it's like my concept of love that it's like um, it is just the essence of being incomplete and trying to find something to complete itself. And so it's like, well, that is to me, that is also like nurturing just this essence of like becoming and being and making something something else like creating. It's that essence, like whatever that however that manifests and however, we're taught to, to 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 think about that in our cultures, and then again, you know, uh, trans species or whatever. But I think that the essence of what it means to nurture something is to say that like this is what it means for for whatever it is to move on. A a, a cub, you know, a, a cub bear cub is the next generation. It is the perpetuation of the species. So a mom will protect that because that is what it means for us to move forward, to go into another generation or whatever the case may be. And so I think that nurturing is just that essence of protecting what it means for this planet to move forward, to to, to evolve and to go into something. I don't know. And I, I think it is it's interesting that you say that because uh, I was having a conversation Um. And I was talking about a wolf, and and I know how wolves get, you know, like uh, depicted into the, like this, like harsh character because, you know, wolves are known for killing its own young, you right, know, right. if if they can't. But then I was I was I was saying I was like, but isn't that really an act of love? Because as a human being, would you rather have to? kill your baby or would you want somebody else to kill your baby like which one would you rather do right and so the wolf says well i would rather kill you (coughs) out of love and for the love of the rest of the pack so that so that you don't slow the pack down and my other babies don't get killed all because i'm trying to keep you you know i want to so it's not an act of is it an act of love like toward that Pup, that 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 puppy that's dying, or towards the the greater good, like toward I I think I think both. really the yeah because because the she can see the forest instead of the tree, you know, like oh man, this is my baby, but oh man, this is my family, and we gotta eat, you know, wow. and so the greater good is I have I have to do this. I don't think the the no. No parent, whether it be an animal, nobody. I don't think they want to do it, you know. But they will if they have that to. If I have to do this, this is what I will and do. And that's interesting. To protect, to protect my whole, you know. That's interesting. We're coming up on closing arguments, but I will say this in closing up the conversation piece. Like, and unless you, and then you can, you can say something if you want to. But I was going to say, like, that that's interesting because I also feel like that romantic love and the way that we talk about love is just like a coping mechanism. We talk about love in a very like feel good way because we want to feel good. And there is a part of loving people that is that does feel really, really good. But there's also a part of loving that is not so pretty. 
um, that is not so romantic and that is not so floral and flowery. And um, a lot of people don't like to talk. That's why I was saying, like, what is love? Like, you know, and we'll get into that later on. But yeah. it's like um, in the context of nurturing, I feel like that, you're, yeah, that is true. Sometimes there may be something that's nurturing that is very hard to to do. And yeah. it's very hard to yeah. it's very hard to um, to stomach that Definitely. I would have to do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't mean I don't know how I feel about killing people, but I mean, I'm just saying like there are <laughs> there are things that there are times where loving somebody is leaving them alone. Yeah. You know, and that's hard, <clears throat> you know, even in just in that context, it's hard to say I love you enough to know that like I'm encumbering you. Yeah. You're encumbering me. Yeah. So I need to leave you alone. Yeah. Like that shit is hard. You know what I'm saying? So Definitely. In closing in closing conversation, um, I will say that um I agree with some of what you said. I do. Um, I feel like that um one of the things that um I see is that like, you know, I I like the fact that for you, nurturing is very like embodied in the hu in the male human man man body. I think that that's really cool. And um that nurturing um it's not always fun it's not always cute and it's not always like this like really feel good thing so that's my last thing yeah mine mine would be you know uh it it i do believe and i stand by it that it is a very uh male thing first and uh as he nurtures you know it makes it easier for um it makes it easier for the woman to to be that nurturer that she needs to be because he's been nurtured by by God himself. So you know, um, and and you're right; it's not always cute. Wow. Well, I think that that's last thing too. That's really that's that's a lot of responsibility for the men out there, for the people who consider themselves to be men and <sighs> fathers, fathers, whatever you consider. This has been our fresh perspective. <laughs> Yeah, peace out.